Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Broadcasting live from the Mobile Liquor Barn Studios, it's time for the Diener Show. Presented by OPC Pest Services on ESPN 680, 105.7, and 93.9 The Phil. Now, here's Drew Diener and Mark Blankenbaker. And Mike Lindsay, also known as Crumbs Revenge. That's right. We're all one big happy stinking family over here. Here we are. Uh, hanging out with you. Uh, uh, we were over here at Triple Crown Dentistry, uh, Louisville Dental Implants. And, um, yeah, we're both just uh, we're all just waiting around these conference championship games this weekend. We're going to be, uh, you know, I, again, my, what do you want me to wear? I've got Chiefs gear and I've got Ravens gear. What do you want me to wear, Mark? I want you to wear Chiefs gear. Because for that, sure. they, that makes because the Because you curse it. Okay. Yes. You, okay. You're the curse. If you wear the gear, okay. they, will lose, they will lose. So I want you to wear your Chiefs gear. I want you to put your Lions stuff back in the closet. Why? Why? What? You have no rooting. Why would you be rooting against Bridgewater. the Lions? We've got Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, I see what you're saying. I yeah, don't yeah, want yeah, you yeah, wearing yeah, Lions yeah, gear. Yeah. And, and, and Maven doesn't want to see you in Lions gear either. You can wear it at the parade. Okay. <laughs> Parade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Dieter, Dieter hates parades. I don't know if you know about oh, that. Oh, I thought he was a par- I don't parade hate, hunter. No, nobody likes parades that much. What was the last parade you went to? The Holiday Bowl parade. Oh, yeah. Less than a month ago. I'm a parade guy. I like yeah. parades. Yeah. You don't like a parade. Weird. Mark wears his top hat. You know, his <laughs> cane. cane. He's yeah. down. <laughs> he always tries to sneak in line. Uh, get out of here. With that, <laughs> let's get to Brandon and pick some games. Let's, let's play. I made money. I lost money. Sports betting is a $200 billion a year business. Money won is twice as sweet as money earned. Kansas City is 7-1 against a point spread coming off a Monday night game. Take KC minus the six. Play long enough, you never change the stakes. The house takes you. Unless when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big, and then you take the house. There's like a million dollars riding on that game. Oh, there's like a whole lot more than that. Oh, that's Matthew McConaughey trying to portray the man on the line. Brandon Lang, welcome in. Good morning. Yeah, definitely wear Chiefs gear. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Absolutely. You've been on the Ravens for months about them being the yep. best team. Yeah. If you're the kiss of death, do not even touch the Lions gear or the Ravens gear. Just wear the Chiefs gear. <laughs> that's as simple as that. And as far as parades are concerned, I went to I've been to one parade that was when the Phillies won the World Series. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in Philly. And I saw that parade. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool when you go to one. It's pretty. It's pretty radical. You know. Um, it's pretty crazy. You had great seats. Oh yeah. I mean, I can imagine a parade for a winning sports team has got it. That, that's different than oh, like it was, you know yeah, it was insane. Macy's Day. Parade. It was insane. So, 
Yeah. But Ravens are going to have one. Ravens are going to have one when it's all said and done. Nobody's beating that team. So. Well, let, let's dive into that. The, the, are they good enough to win by four? You giving Pat Mahomes four points? I see it's up to four now, at least on. Uh, well, by the sites. Well, I see three and a half pretty much everywhere. I don't see it up to four yet. DraftKings has it at four and one other. We were looking at it earlier, but yeah, you can wow. still get it at three and a half. Yeah, I'm going to lay it. I'm going to lay it. I listen. They they caught a huge break with playing a Buffalo team that I think had five defensive starters out. And give Buffalo credit. They and, and yes, Josh Allen played well. But Tony Romo said it. Tony Romo said it, and Tony Romo said it. On the second down and nine play, when he had the check down to Diggs with a minute to go, and he didn't take the check down, and he forced it into the end zone. First of all, he's an idiot. Why are you going for the touchdown there and give the ball back to Mahomes with a minute to go? Didn't you learn your lesson when you got beat with 13 seconds to go? And when it felt incomplete, Tony Romo said, that's it. That's the play they're going to look back on if they lose this game. And then they ran the play again and showed you Diggs coming underneath on the dig route wide open. Nobody there. Probably a 12-yard gain down to the – probably down to the 15. Now you're first and 10 at the 15. You're right there, 54 seconds to go. Chiefs got to use their timeouts. It's game over. And yeah. he throws the end zone. Yeah, it was open, but he got hit. Ball's incomplete. The third down and nine play was horrible. Rolls out. Nothing there. Missed the field goal. Game over. Just like that. I mean, everybody's focusing on the missed field goal. I mean, you're going to hit, Patrick Mahomes was going to have like a minute forty seconds Absolutely. or something. I mean, but he was going to score. Yeah. If yes, if you're Josh Allen and you're in your and you're in that situation, and you're second and eight, you're looking at the clock. You're in your brain. You have to tell yourself, I cannot give this kid the ball back. I can't. We're going to win it right here. Let me just dink and dunk it. I got digs on the check down. Now we're first and ten at the fifteen. Here we go. And he just, and that's what separates everybody else, the elite guys, from Josh Allen. If he yeah. just doesn't make the right play at the right time in the right situation to win the game, he just so you, he can't you, beat Mahomes. You, you, you had the Bills last week. I, I, I take it. <laughs> this is what it sounds no, like. No, I had. Um, oh. I had. I didn't touch that game. I had. Yeah. I had Tampa. And don't even get me started on that nonsense. Well, they didn't call a timeout? I mean, what the hell? Yeah. Well, it wasn't that. It was, first of all, when you have an underdog in a playoff game on the road, you can't miss field goals because you can't get back that three points. So the the doink off the upright in the second quarter, I told Dan the man, that three points is going to come back to haunt us. And if I don't know if you remember the game, in the second second half, the first two Tampa possessions of the second half got to the Detroit 40 and the Detroit 45, both of them. Over midfield, 40-45, you're thinking, okay, just give me a field goal. I said it, just give me one field goal. One field goal in these drives, and we're going to cover the number. And both drives stalled. The first one, you remember, the right tackle sitting there, Hutchinson's on his right. You fat idiot. You don't look to your right and go, oh, there's Aiden Hutchinson. Okay, I think I have to get him. He's looking inside at the linebackers. Don't you understand that Aiden Hutchinson is right there to your right? That, that's the guy you got to block. Whatever's going on on the inside, they, they let them figure it out. i got to get Hutchinson right here. Ball is snapped. He's looking inside. Too late. Looks to his right. Hutchinson got sacked out of field range. Now, it, it was mind-blowing. And then Todd Bowles going for two. I get it. I like going for two to get it to six. But just don't throw the fade route. And Baker yeah, no, throws I, the I, worst I, pass of the, of, of, of the game. Throws it in the back of the DB. If he throws it up, it's going to be pass interference. If, if Evans can't get it, worst pass he's thrown all day for the cover. Just just a terrible, terrible, terrible bad beat. But um, so the Ravens, I'll lay the number. Um, I I'm, I'm telling you, the, the Chiefs 
has had a, a, a weird year. Yeah, lost weird, lost some weird games, lose to the Packers on the road, and and and. But this Baltimore team is a problem. They're yeah. a problem. Best but, offensive you know, line in football, number one rush offense in football, number one defense in football. It's it's going to be a problem. So are you? But are you going to three and a half uh, points or four? Again, I've seen it in both places. It's kind of teetering this. Morning. I grabbed it. I have it at three. I bought three. it. I okay. bought it as soon as it came out. Three and a half. I bought it back down to three. I, I hate laying four. I just I hate laying yeah. four. I, I if it stays at four, I still think the Ravens win. But now here's Mahomes down ten with the ball, three minutes to go. What do you think is going to happen? Yeah, prevent defense touchdown, win by three. Yeah. So either the Ravens blow them out, or it's going to fall on three. I, listen, I said the Buffalo Chiefs game was going to fall on three. I was close; it would fall on four. I said this would be back and forth. But that's not the game I love. The game I love. Is the Lions? I I, I mm-hmm. just for the life of me don't know how they're getting seven and a half points. I'm sitting here saying and the I, same I thing. Said, I yeah. said to someone the other day, "Did you watch Brock Purdy play last week?" <laughs> yeah, if he plays Did anything you watch him like play that. Last week? Yeah, now you can say he didn't have Debo Samuel and in, in the rain and whatever. Those balls aren't wet. As soon as the ball is in play, they throw it out and bring the dry one in immediately. Immediately, no. The, uh, if you watch a, a football game. In the ring, an NFL game. Every play, a new ball comes in. Every single play, a new ball comes in. They switch it out. Every single play. He okay, so here's hard. a prop bet you would like on, on Brock Purdy. His over-under interceptions at a half is a, is a plus 100 bet. Oh, absolutely. He's throwing one. I guarantee it. I guarantee yeah. it. They were, listen, they were garbage. The Niners were garbage. They got dominated. They had no right win in the game, first of all. None. None whatsoever. Got played, outplayed in every mm-hmm. facet. Their defensive line got absolutely dominated by Green Bay's offensive line. They didn't get pressure. And that's the problem with the Niners, is that their front doesn't get pressure. Their secondary can't cover Sister Jean from Loyola, Chicago, in her wheelchair with the gold scarf around her neck in the slot. She would get open. They were garbage, and then the pass interference penalties because they can't cover. Yeah. I'm telling you, I, gun to your head. Who do you trust, Jared Goff or Brock Purdy? Gun to your head, uh, Jared Goff. There you go, the, and you're getting those seven two. and a half points. Yeah, I agree. Is and, there a total or a prop you like in either of these in any of these games? No, me, yeah. again, me props, me and props, props, props. I'm just trying to win a game, and I think Detroit plus seven and a half is a gift. I just do. Everybody's, well, their defense, their defense, their defense. Aaron Glenn did a great job defensively of bringing timely blitzes when he had to that confused the offensive line of Tampa Bay. He had four blitz packages that he used timely, timely, at just the right time. Brock Purdy's going to see some stuff he's not seen. Yes, he, he, he just did. And even if Samuel plays, he's going to be banged up. Real, real quickly, I, w- I wanted Go to get ahead. your take on the golfer, on the the the, kid, the sophomore Bama who turned pro yesterday, won the PGA event last week. I know you're a big golf guy. Did you get to see any of that? I watched it. It, it, it. I've said it a million times. Having been out on tour with Treva and, and got an up-close and personal look at the PGA Tour from the minute he arrived at the golf course to going to the locker room to going to the range to playing to going – I mean, just up-close and personal. You don't realize how many great – golfers there are out there you just don't you just don't understand how many great golfers are out there and how good these guys are and to get your pga tour card 
that corn fairy tour has guys that can flat out play that can't get to the PGA tour because there's so many good players on the PGA tour. And so it's not surprising that at the collegiate level, there's some kids that can absolutely hit it. I mean, hit it. And that's why you look at a leaderboard of a piece. Look, look at the leaderboard in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Names you haven't even heard Never of. Never heard Where's of, Jordan yeah. Jordan Spieth. Where's Justin Fina. Where are all these yeah. guys, the big name guys? You don't even see them. Guys I've never heard of. I looked at the leaderboard this morning. I'm like, who in the world? Because I love Torrey Pines. The course is great. I've played it multiple times. Yeah. One of my favorite tournaments. And then, you know, Riviera is a couple weeks away. And, of course, we know my. It looks like the women's final at the French Open or something. These names. Jaeger, Horsnod, Pavone, Dietrich. Who the hell are these guys? Guys you've never even heard of. It just goes to tell you the talent that's on the PGA Tour. It's unbelievable. All right, well, uh, BrandonLang.com, then go to the website, uh, get the picks. One day all access pass for Sunday. It'd be a good time to That's use it, it. I, I got some handicappers who are on fire. And uh, go Ravens and go Lions plus the points. <laughs> all right, we'll talk to you soon, man. Appreciate it. All right, buddy. There you go, BrandonLang, BrandonLang.com. Um, yeah, he's with you, Blanket Baker, the Ravens. He's been on the Ravens for a long time. I know. That also makes me nervous, being yeah. like, yeah. well, no, he, he, he liked him, yeah, like game six. Yeah, yeah oh, he yeah, was early in the season, and he bought a, a number that you can't find anymore. For, no, there's only four against. teams left, yeah. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. I'm just saying, you know, like, you know, there was a lot of teams ahead of them at the time that he, you know, there was a, a, a lot of teams. But, um, yeah, so I still kind of subscribe to the Denny Crum you know, every championship run you have, you know, the NFL doesn't have as many games, but he would describe it as two games where you play below average, two games where you play average, and two games where you play above average. And you just hope your below average isn't on the day that they have their above, above average. Above average, yeah. And so I would say the Ravens had an above average. So I feel like, okay, that one might be off the table. Um, I think that, I don't know. Were they that above Sanford, average? I mean, they were good against the Texans. The Texans, were, Texans is pretty good, is you know, and, yeah. and they – put up a big number on a good defense. Ravens were outstanding as the Niners. Yeah. That's where they and, had their crazy game. And, yeah. And last week you'd say the 49ers probably had a below average game. Yeah. And so that's so I don't you know you don't get to play the same every week. Now maybe sometimes you do. Louisville 2013 did. Mm-hmm. They beat the hell out of everybody every round, you know, they had what one close game in the in the semifinals where they were down big and they made the comeback. But finals almost, was pretty dead, but that first half was a little yeah, stressful until Montrez threw the dunk right, down. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, I don't right. know what game you were watching <laughs> the final, okay, yeah, the final four was competitive but their average margin of victory <laughs> in the tournament was a big number you yeah. know like and you know it's, it's certainly on the way to the final four the ravens have led in every single game this year like in the, the even the games they lost they had big oh, leads yeah. i think they might have been two scores and in, in all three of their losses they ought to come out and establish themselves in this game at some point but the problem is it's pat mahomes it's Pat Mahomes, exactly. Your right. boy Pat. You never, you never have him all the way down. The man yeah. is Houdini. He yeah. wiggles out. He. The just, only thing. Yeah, what's his passing? The only thing that here? helps a little bit is the Chiefs' offense is not the same Chiefs' offense. So you know you yeah. get you get guys dropping balls that are wide open, mm-hmm. like Pat Mahomes' touchdowns with Tyreek Hill for sure. Yeah. You know, so there is like if their wide receivers have a good game, then. Ravens could be in trouble, but their wide receivers historically this season, you know, Ray Rice or uh, yeah, Rice, Rasheed, Rasheed Rice, Rice is having, a, you know, his last eight games or so. He's been pretty consistent. Travis Kelsey looked pretty good last game, and Kelsey finally looked pretty good, right? So, so that's that's the only thing that really concerns me is their offense hasn't been the same, and so really I think it's going to be on the people catching the balls, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, helping decide what happens in that game. Okay, so Mahomes is um, uh, uh, his over under is two forty. 
240 passing yards, and Lamar's is 209. Yeah. That's uh, – I'll, I'll go over Lamar, but – Now, here's the other interesting thing on Lamar. Right at it. On the Lamar yeah. one, I think the more interesting one is the uh, r- pass plus rushing yards. Ah. That total for Lamar is 278. Yeah. That's a big number. But I could – man, I, why don't I see his rushing yards? I figure – I guess it would be under rushing yards. Well, it depends. Dummy. Um, yeah. do, you know, do the Ravens go out? Is it a super competitive game? It probably will be. Then he'll probably run a lot more. If it's not, if the Ravens go out there and just dominate the Chiefs, he won't hit 278. Lamar's over-under for rushing is 65 yards. That's more than Isaiah Pacheco. <laughs> <laughs> right. But that's what we've been saying. That don't don't be surprised if Lamar gets unleashed in this game. It's probably going to be over under is sixty five, and it's minus one thirty well, for the sixty five wow. and a half. Wow! So the the guy that Lynn Bowden beat out for Sportsman of the Year <laughs> became the first Lamar Jackson oh. became the first um, player in NFL history. Right? You know, hundred yards rushing, better than a hundred passer rating. And then uh, 200 uh, passing, 100 rushing area. Yeah, something like that. It's just yeah. ridiculous, right? Two touchdowns in both, right? He always has to do with these first player, youngest player, do this. Yeah, yeah all this and, stuff. And, and we, stuff. we've, you know, and you kind of indicated too, Drew, and we've, we've been paying attention to this. Is like, yeah, they're not really unleashing Lamar mm-hmm. in situations because they want him for the playoff run and not to be hurt by the playoff run. So I do think that um, what we saw last week with him rushing more, being yeah. more of an impact, I think is, this, is the game plan, that's, that's right? That's the long play, yeah. yeah. So this I, is, that wasn't by accident. Yeah, you know? so I think, I think that's the other thing we need to consider, and, and the Chiefs will have to consider is the tape for most of the year is not really the tape. Last week's the tape. I th- and I think they understand that. Yeah. I mean, but, I mean, I don't know how you sim- simulate Lamar on, right. on, on a, in a practice. I mean, right. Yeah, no, but you can't simulate Mahomes either. I mean, you got him dead, and then he's yeah, yeah. sixty yards throwing it left handed or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I did love that play. What game was it where Lamar uh, he 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 showed left handed like he went to the pocket back left handed yeah, and then awesome. switched and then threw it. That messed up the defense that they were. It was the Dolphins, is what it was. It was yeah, the Dolphins. that's right. Yeah. That was the sickest play right. because you know that's Lamar just out there having fun, and everybody keeps saying he's got all this pressure. And I'm like, he does. I don't. I don't think he feels. So I don't. Well, that's possible too. I think both yeah. can be true. There right. is pressure there. He may not be feeling it. If they're down, though, I mean, you want to talk about a nervous fan base. If, yeah. if the Chiefs go out and, and get a lead, mm. um, that's going to be a nervous place. Or if Lamar throws a pick, yeah, or has a fumble that leads to a touchdown, something mm-hmm. like that. Like yeah. that's what everybody's worried about. Yeah. Is Lamar going to happen? that happen in any football game, right? You know, it I mean, happened here. Yeah. That, it happened here a couple times. I think, and you know, what kind of uh, we just heard Brandon Lane talk about with Josh Allen, you know, pre- you know, pressing too much hero ball almost. You know, Lamar kind of has some hero ball in him, mm-hmm. you know. And so every year we feel like we're seeing that growth in that category, right, where he's, he's just going to make the smarter play, not the hero ball play. And so that's where it's going to happen. It's like if we're going to close the game with the Chiefs, can he keep his, you know, composure to – I'm excited to see him with slicing Andrews, and dicing, Andrews and Likely, because I think they'll be in a lot of twelve formation, and I think they'll they are really going to be fun to is watch. He, is he activated for this game? That's I, the I think so. I mean, okay. it, you know, you don't know one until, thing to be active, one thing to be effective too. I mean, we'll, we'll right. see. Well, right. And, I mean, it's great. Here's the the, the the underrated thing here though is I mean the Chiefs put up 27 points last week, but Mahomes only threw for like 215 yards. Really. Yeah, he was only at 215 yards. Right. Their defense has been great. It, Not both, good, both teams, great. No, both teams' yeah. defense has been yeah. really good. Uh, what's the total in the game? 44. 
Sounds about right, doesn't it? Yeah. It <laughs> yeah. 21, yeah. 23, mm-hmm. somewhere in Sounds there. about right, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's going to be a tough hey, one. Here's a mathematical question I don't understand. The, on um, on DraftKings, the Ravens are, are, are minus three and a half favorite. Okay. okay. Money line, minus 210. Okay. On on um, sorry, that's on Fanduel. That's on, that's on Fanduel. Okay. So they are so they are a, a, they're three and a half. They're not four. All right. So they're okay. three and a half, and they're they're uh, what I say uh, minus two two ten two ten. But on DraftKings, they're a minus four. Okay. okay. But minus one ninety eight on the money line. How so can you be a four? 12. How could a four point favorite be a less favorite on the money line? Than a three and a half. That doesn't point make favorites. sense. That doesn't make sense to me. It should be like two twenty five or. I something. would think. Like I'm looking at this, going, that does not compute. So if you're going to bet money line, you're going to bet Fanduel or, or no, or no, no draft, draft, I got a draft mixed Kings, up. Yeah, yeah, DraftKings. You're going to take the one ninety eight. Check bet three sixty five. Let's get a third opinion on. Is that. there? It's does weird. that indicate kind of where they want the money to come in? Maybe you know. Maybe that's part of it, manipulating it that way. So like. It, and then on um, bet three sixty five, they're minus four, and they're minus two oh five there. So still, the pricing is, you know. Well, speaking of pricing, men's basketball pricing for next year is going mm. down uh, at the Eula meeting that we referenced earlier in the show. Mm-hmm. It's really, not that big deal. The lower bowls, dollars or something. Lower bowls, fifty five dollars less on the season. Okay. So, well, I mean, okay. yeah, so if you got four seats, you're going to be saving a little bit over two hundred bucks. Okay. So, I mean, I think that's smart to do. I think you almost have to do that, right? Um, so a little bit of a break, a good, which you certainly weren't going to do, was raise prices. No, and I think that you really shouldn't anyway. I think even when we were doing well under Chris Mack uh, for a time, that the the attendance had slipped a little bit. So, I think it matter. It, it means something to get the the stadium and the arena full and get people in there. This, this math is. This, bothering me. It's bothering me. It's bothering me. I would love to get an odds maker on the show sometime. To, to just talk to about why. Because I'm looking scenario. at the others. Like um, going to Caesars, it's minus 205 there, and it's a minus three and a half spread, but it's a minus three and a half at 120. So you're, it's trending towards four, so I get it's that. It's probably what Mike says. They probably want more money line bets. On the Ravens. On the Ravens. At DraftKings. And not against the, and not against the spread. Because if they're going to be cheaper to take the money line, but, but worse on the point total. I mean, you're more likely to bet the money line with them, and you're more likely to take the the lay the points of the other. I guess, but here's here's the other. Well, no, I guess that would. I think that makes sense because they're giving you if you took a Chiefs money line, you're getting plus one sixty four. Okay, where it's where it's minus four, but and you're getting plus one seventy six where it's three and a half. I, this doesn't make sense to me. Somebody's got to explain this. I, Kelly Dickey, so explain better. this to me. Yeah, Kelly would know. Yeah, he actually would. Kelly yeah. would be somebody that yeah, would really do well would. at it. Okay, but um, if you are going to bet the NFL playoffs this weekend, uh, then FanDuel, America's number one sports book, is where you need to go because new customers uh, can bet this Sunday's conference championships game, championship games, try to say it again, and get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you play just a $5 bet. So FanDuel has so many ways you can pick up the W. I mean, it could be a player play. We're talking about Mahomes passing yards, Lamar's rushing yards, you know, whatever, you know, the golf today, you you know, you can get um, the, the tennis, whatever it is, whatever you want to bet on, uh, you can do it over there uh, at FanDuel, and 
you'll be able to uh, pick up $150 in bonus bets by going to FanDuel.com slash Drew D. FanDuel.com slash Drew D. Uh, new customers are going are to get that. And then they've always got – I mean, I just looked on the promotions like this. week. It's everything. It's like mm-hmm. no sweat, same game parlay they've got. They've got a profit boosts um, they, on uh, any bet. They've got a golf profit boost. They've got an NBA same game parlay profit boost. You name it. Uh, there, there's always going to be um, promotions. I've got five different promotions right there right now. My goodness. Uh, my promotion. Motions tab. So um, check them out. Uh, FanDuel.com slash Drew D. Uh, must be 21 or older. Present in Kentucky. First online real money wager. Uh, only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See sportsbook. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Live from the Mobile Liquor Barn Studios, you're listening to The Diener Show on ESPN 680, 105.7, and 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Drew Diener and Mark Blankenbaker. And Mike Lindsay, also known as Crumb's Revenge. And we are back here, 93.9 The Ville, ESPN 680, 105.7, uh, hanging out. Uh, we're talking teeth here over at the yeah. Brown Dentistry. Yeah. Yeah. Looking at looking at teeth, looking at examples of teeth. Yeah, exactly. So. Right. Mike brought his teeth. That was nice of you to do that. The, yeah, yeah well, I thought so. You know, the tooth fairy was good to me, so it's time to pay back to the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, went to my old teeth. Financed your house with uh, the tooth fairy money. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. Right. All right, so I, I do want to bring up something. Okay, might just act like a, a text that like, somebody no, died in the family. There's a contractor at my house. I forgot oh. to unlock the back doors. Oh. I can do it electronically, okay. so I'm doing okay. it now. But... Um, I do want to bring up something that happened around Christmas time. So, do you remember the movie, you know, Gremlins? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you know those Gremlins, boy, they were they don't were feed them after midnight. and yeah. vandalism. Don't feed them after midnight. Don't yeah. feed them after midnight. Okay, so I'm I'm kind of remembering this movie because it's been I don't know, which is wondering like after three midnight, decades? seven a.m. is after midnight, like eight a.m. with the right. uh, yeah, when yeah. the cutoff start, point, right. maybe sunrise, maybe yeah. sunrise when There's the sun some comes problems, up. Yes, with with the math of the biological structure of these things. <laughs> you know, we got to get into this. We didn't see what don't doctor, get them wet. Yeah, and don't they, get them wet. Clearly, didn't they didn't investigate this kind of stuff, but. What I remember about the movie, because it's been three decades, was that there were <laughs> maybe more vandal, van, well, probably four. Yeah. You know, like, a lot of vandalism, a lot of mischievous tricks. You know, there was little car crashes, fire hydrants blowing up, and you know, you know, little fires and things like that. And so I don't know. I'm just, forty years old. It's nineteen eighty four. Yeah, when Carlin Roofing started and Gremlins came right. out. Yeah, so a long time ago, and that's probably the last time I watched it was was then. I don't think I remember renting it. You know, so. At I'm gonna the, watch Gremlins at the blockbuster. I don't know that I ever saw the way through because it looks scary to me. That's how much I hated scary movies. Okay, well, so it's that's... A, it's a comedy. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. All right, well, let me. <laughs> <laughs> 
So let's, where we are in the middle is kind of it's where... comedy horror films. Yeah, says, and yeah. that's kind of what happened at my house. So I'm cooking dinner. I'm like, oh, yeah, the, you know, this, you know, the Mogwai so cute. You know, the kids are going to love the Mogwai. Those gremlins, boy, they, they're pranksters. And then I'm cooking, and then all of a sudden my two young boys are like, they just killed Santa! They just killed Santa! <laughs> killed Santa Claus! And I'm like, I don't remember murder. I don't remember that from the movie. I remember pranks and mischief, you know, like vandalism. I remember yeah. that. I don't remember murder. I do. And, oh, see, I don't. <laughs> that was the problem. Scary movie. There was murder in all damn scary movies. movie. In huh. the 80s, we killed off Bambi's mom. We they killed, killed off Nemo's mom at the start of the, the start movie. Of the Unnecessarily. Yeah, it's, always that no weird, it's always that weird scene that started Disney movies. It's totally inappropriate. They always have to kill right. the mom G or the dad. Or something. Yeah. G movies in the old days are like barely PG thirteen no. now. <laughs> so it's so true, you know. Uh, and that's I'll, we'll get onto that next. But so that's what they're yelling. And then I don't know what's more of a problem. Is dad didn't really remember that and played the movie, or my daughter then chiming in. Uh, that's not the real Santa. You know, the, the, those guys are yeah. expendable. Yeah. We could go to every mall in America just yeah. pick them off one at a time. <laughs> totally fine. You could drop 10 of the, the, the not real Santas, and we're still getting our gifts. It won an award so for funny. best horror film. Yeah. yeah and I, did it yeah. really? Yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah, I, see, I just didn't. Uh, it's it's a, funny. No, I, I remember literally. I was like, as a no, it's too scary a movie. I ain't watching it. Drew's scared of scary movies. I don't like, like scary He movies. doesn't like them at all. Like yeah. like uh, Halloween. I don't think yeah. he's ever. You've never seen Halloween. No, Michael Myers. No, hell no. Like, I, yeah. You just got to root for Michael. In the movie, I guess. Huh? Root for the psychopath. Yeah. says you can't, <laughs> yeah. you can't feed Mogwai after midnight. It doesn't matter if you feed gremlins after midnight. They're already gremlins. Right, right. The uh, Mogwai is It's the ones that are... So it turns him into a gremlin. Well, it, 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 what it is, it popped out these little eggs things out of his back. I thought that's what happened back. when he got wet. You know, like little things came out, and then they turned into eggs, and then they, they opened up, and they were gremlins. I thought that's what happened when they got wet, is when they popped out. Oh, that's when they got wet. What is the eating? The, the eating is when they turn into gremlins. The wet oh. is when they multiply. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. They, they, when All they right. get wet, they multiply. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not good with I'm not, <laughs> yeah. I need to talk to a zoologist. I don't have this all down. And, and I was barely watching. That was the problem. You know, like I wasn't really, I was cooking, and that, I'm like, all right, it's Christmas themed, and, you know, the mogways are cute, and, yeah, those gremlins, they're, they're really mischievous. Until they killed Santa. And then they're like, they killed Santa. I mean, it was just like, yeah. oh, my God. You know, like immediately like turning it off. My daughter's justifying it, saying it's not even the real Santa. It doesn't matter. So do yeah. uh, you all want to hear some budgetary all, things? All, 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 I just remember no. the, the great line. Um, what was it? It was like Eric, Eric B. and Rakim. It was uh, – after 12, I'm worse than a gremlin. Feed me hip-hop, and I start trembling. That's right. That's, nice. that's the best part about Damn. that movie. Yeah. Eric B. turned it into a good uh, What a line. A, a good, uh, so, a good line. And I love, and, and so that one is still cool. Yeah. But sometimes you go back, because you know, hip-hop has so much pop culture in it that you run into some old uh, songs that just are saying ridiculous things for modern times. Oh, like, yeah, sure. Like uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot uh, with the drop-top limo with the cellular phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, my yeah. child has a cellular phone. Yeah, like, what is so cool about phone. that? Yeah, what are you talking about? Not a cell phone. A <laughs> I cellular. got it in my pocket. Yeah. yeah. So, so what are the other numbers you have for us? Oh, yeah. yeah. So out of the, Eric Crawford has given us some stuff that uh, football revenue was budgeted aggressively for Brom, but uh, exceeded those projections by... By thirty percent. Wow. So wow. Yeah. So that's what's keeping the athletic department going. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, men's basketball was conservatively budgeted, but is still expected to 
post the shortfall of about two million dollars. Uh, so is the shortfall short of what they? That's short of what they projected. That's short okay. of a already conservative number. So okay. two million dollars off of an already lowered expectation. Mm-hmm. Uh, volleyball overages helped offset that again. I guess they made some money in volleyball that they didn't expect. Uh, and then and then uh, their chief financial officer, you know, admitted men's basketball has been a challenge from a sales standpoint. However, yeah, no kidding. Concessions and parking revenue also for football. We're up $375,000. And, you know, in terms of expenses, you know, you will have to – you had to pay Jeff Brom a couple of the, of his bonuses out that, you know – you know, and then uh, they lost $600,000 on the Holiday Bowl. Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. Wait. We're not know. glossing over I that. Know. I know. They lost $600,000 on your beloved Holiday Bowl. I know. You're I belo- know. You happy now? Yeah, <laughs> I know. But $600,000 on one damn game? Right. And they have – I know. I know, but they have travel costs that have uh, that have been one point eight million dollars over budget, encompassing all the sports. But good news is that season ticket sales for football are up uh, by about one point five million dollars for next season. So I just gotta go back to the six hundred. Maybe not fly every single. They flew a band, human, you know, they and, the band. and relatives of the band, and, and the, I mean, the spirit squads and. All the people, and you know that's a that's a, you know I don't know what they Gosh, raised money dude. wise. Like, I mean, like, I know you get a payout there. You but, get a payout but, at but, the end. But but I think though, if memory serves, that's that's the number you turn into the ACC. Correct, and then so it's not really when you in the, the real world of thinking a six hundred thousand dollar loss because you're gonna because the league gets the money. Yeah, everybody they they pool the money. Right, the league gets the money. And that's you why know. everybody sends everybody out there just because it's it's use it or lose it. If you don't send the band and everybody out there, right? right? If it's yeah. the Sugar Bowl, you're still posting a loss. Yeah, you know, if it's the Liberty Bowl, I think you're one. Year, a loss. I think one year, even Florida in like the title game, they post a posted loss. a loss. Yeah, you're posting they, a they loss. They flew everyone all week. You yeah, know, that's an accounting was. thing. That's one of those where you're, you're taking. Doesn't a loss. it seem like they should just put some rules in place to not just. Spend that money, maybe, but there's no incentive to. Right, there, I'm saying, I'm saying, incentivize yeah. it. Like right. everybody, everybody else. All right, look, you know, I mean, I don't know how you come together as a league, but when you're talking about revenue gaps, I mean, if there's, you know, how many teams in the league posting this amount of money in losses or close to right. it? I mean, then that's crazy. You should say, listen, West Coast travel is going to cost more, so you're going to have a little bit more expense. But regional travel, your your bowl budget mm-hmm. is this. West Coast or different th- three time zone travel is this. I'm sure they could come up. You know, you get the bean counters together, the per mile rate from where you are. I'm sure right. there's a decent way of accounting to do it, but that's absurd. They don't have the revenue much in on one from game. the holiday. It, right. Well, yeah, because you got to guarantee some tickets, not what they used to be. Right. And you're going to get, you're only going to get your revenue payout in July. Yeah. You know, is when you but, get your but, holiday But you're going to get it. Right. You're going to get them. But that's why you post the loss now. Yeah. So as I think about it, I mean, that's why they do it because you do get the money back, and everybody else is doing this in the league. So Correct. We'll do it. Too. Yeah, it's not that big a deal, but it does sound bad. You lost six hundred thousand dollars. I, I think there should be some administrators in a league that's talking about revenue gaps should probably get together and you know help with some spending. You know, put something in place where it's not you're not right. Essentially, this incentivized. This was not an extravagant bowl for Louisville. I can tell you, being there firsthand, you know, they had a really nice party out there. That was great, but it's it's something that people pay to go to. You know, like they made the they made money. I assume, or at least broke even on the party. But you know, you do fly the band, you do fly the spirit squad, you do have to fly your team. You, uh, well, so. what I would submit is you don't have to do that. 
you don't have to fly the spirit squads and the and, and the band if well, you're going that far. I mean, look, it, you you should. Holiday Bowl wants both bands in the well, then the, the holiday parade Bowl and all that stuff to, and all that stuff. You know, pay you to do that. Well, that's why the, that's why they're the parades. But that's why their payout is what it is, though, because it's it's one of the higher payout bowl games out there, and I think it is to cover. But the, again, expenses. Louisville doesn't get that money per se. That goes into the pool, correct? That goes out to pay these expenses, correct? So the school yeah. doesn't get it directly. Yeah. Yeah. But so those but they ex- do end up getting so those expenses while they are absolutely ridiculous are everybody has them in the league pays for. I'm just saying that's there's a lot of money when you start going around the league. That's millions You're of right. dollars that you could go. You know, if we could just trim a little bit of fat here, you know, that the, we you know there's three or four million dollars that we don't absolutely have to spend. Right now, what's the experience? You I know, agree. I mean, it, sometimes you know, it's a reward and it's a and, reward and, and 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 it's marketing and I don't know. You know how you measure that at the end of the day. Like, how much is Louisville going to pull from the West Coast? What's your alumni base that you typed into in Southern California? There were some Southern California alumni out there taking in the game, and they don't get the opportunity. And it's an opportunity to, you know, for Josh Hurd and uh, you know President Satchel to engage those those individuals for you know different you know donations and mm-hmm. different things like that. So, uh, and gifts are under budget a little bit, slightly. Mm-hmm. So, just a little bit off there. Um, all right, I, I talked about it earlier. Um, I'm trying to figure out which company is doing this. Um, is it Doritos itself doing this? No, um, it's a company called Empirical. Empirical. Announced a collaboration. They're calling Nacho Cheese Spirit. What? Yes. It, they, they, the drink Liquor was made shall not have real this. Dorito chips and extracting their essence through vacuum distillation. Vacuum Unlike distillation. traditional distillation methods, vacuum distillation operates at lower temperatures, preserving the full spectrum of flavors derived from Doritos. They run so, that through the Bissell? <laughs> the empirical Doritos nacho cheese spirit doesn't fall into traditional categories of gin or vodka. It's an uncategorized spirit. No. <laughs> So would you like some Doritos yeah. vodka-ish drink, Mike? Yeah. No. They're like, uh, we've got this, uh, I don't know what this is in the back closet back here, but we've got like a 1,000 gallons of it. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, let's just throw it in, uh, put it on the chips. We'll see what it tastes like. Just fermenting. Yeah, it kind of sounds like alcohol. I don't know. It Ugh. says the, the drink features flavors of nacho cheese, corn tostada, umami, your mommy, and, your mama. a, and a hit of acidity. Oh, it, it tastes like the real thing, the company press release says. No, I am never <laughs> trying this. I'm not going to find out. Uh, uh, no. By the way, uh, speaking of moms, my mom's birthday today. So happy birthday oh, to my birthday mom. I want to get that happy in. Get her, get her some uh, Dorito-flavored uh, spirit. I'm not going to get her any sort of Dorito liqueur or spirit yeah. huh. or anything yeah. like that. Why not? It sounds you don't love her, huh? terrible. <laughs> Sounds terrible. I'll tell you what, though. That like, sounds awful. Awful. Yeah. Ch- the chips industry was the big winner in the pandemic uh, when we were all st- stuck in really? home. I didn't need chips really in like 20 years. The next thing you know, we've got crushing <laughs> chips. Crushing chips. And um, alcohol was the big one. And winner. the one that I loved the most was just kind of a summer summer issue. It's the, the one with the sombrero on it, the taco. Taco flavored Doritos, if you remember that. That's kind oh, of yeah, 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 yeah. Those yeah. special edition. So good. And Those they, are good. And, they, and you can't get them like year round. You can only get them kind of like summertime. Yeah. And so that is a Dorito I will endorse. I don't know but about would you summer. drink it? I would not drink it. Would you drink a cooler ranch no. Dorito? Oof. Uh, then no, the, the other story no. I wanted to get to. Did you see the real life uh, Friday movie where uh, somebody was trying to steal an ATM and drag it down the road? No. Yeah, oh this is God. in Oakland. Uh, it's on. They've got it on video. It appears to show the machine being dragged down uh, <laughs> Hagenberg Road, not far from a soon 
um, whatever, some other store. Uh, police confirmed the ATM was stolen from the exterior of the Bank of America before <laughs> 7.30 a.m. on Sunday. man who recorded the video didn't give his name, but he said he saw three or four people involved. By the time the police arrived, they saw the damage from where the thieves removed the ATM using tools. They <laughs> said, police said a second ATM was stolen an hour earlier from another nearby business. One of the ATMs was recovered near the Home Depot. Well, they have to stop there and get some extra tools. Yeah, probably try um, to cut into it. So they've arrested one person. Uh, they don't have the other one, the other two yet. They'll find them. I mean, driving you an ATM hook- down a major road in Oakland. What could go wrong? I mean, yeah, nobody's going to call and report that, right? Like, I mean, I imagine these things are really tough to break into, even if you steal them. Like, I never right. broken in or yeah. tried to hack into an ATM, right? right? Like, just for you, the record. you would need like a cartoon villain. But you know, I would imagine. What was, he, what was he using in Friday? Remember the movie Friday? They, they stole an ATM. Yeah. What were they trying to break in with? I can't remember what the tools they were using. I can't remember. I can't um, remember what. It was probably Dexter, like a saw or like a. Chase, you ever seen that? Um, let's see. Gosh, I'm sure. Chase, have you ever seen Friday? He may be. No, but I've, it's Ice Cube, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I haven't yeah, seen it. Dexter. I haven't seen the whole thing. I tried to watch it when I was way too young, and my dad said no, so. Good call. Oh well, you're your own man yeah, now. He's driving and you down the road, sparks are flying all over the place. <laughs> Everyone's like, I think I don't know. I I think what's happening there is out of the norm. <laughs> I'm going to call that one in. He's <laughs> yeah, got video. Yeah. I mean, it's just. I oh love the God. one that they caught. They 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 stole like half a million dollars in dimes. Yes, and they I were trying to go we into like Coinstar that. machines yeah, and yeah. stuff. That's the best, funniest robbery because you're definitely going to get caught. Well, yeah. You yeah, can't the, have you have that many dimes. The weight of that. We talked about that. You yeah. Know, trying oh. to figure out how, 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 but how this long one, would it take you to go to Coinstar? Like, I feel like you have to have like a specialized key for ATMs or like maybe you're like an inside job because if you're going to steal an ATM, you have to have a plan to get inside where the money's held. Yeah. Or, right? Or yeah. use your debit card. Um, <laughs> and then, what's everybody doing with Taylor Swift and these fake photos, these AI photos? Like, the Swifties are ready to take up arms. Have you seen are they this? Really? No, they're, I, AI oh. is kind of putting a lot of people in really precarious positions. Oh, yeah, they've got her point. in sexualized positions. Oh, Do they really? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. wow. And the fans, you can imagine how they're, they're, yeah. they're reacting. Her and Travis going at it? Uh, Swift's fans shared their thoughts on the fake uh, images and flooded Twitter with or X with videos of the Midnight Singer songwriter, whatever. Yeah, um, no, I've heard I've heard a lot of uh, this happening with celebrities where they've bit their face has been put onto images and like it's, it's gone on for scary. years. It must be the technology no, must have re- gotten way better. It's real good now, so yeah. now you actually believe. Yeah. Oh, and is it Barbershop not Friday? Is it still the ATM? That texture says I have that wrong. I might be. I don't. Yeah, yeah. Friday. I don't think that. Yeah, you I might don't be think they were very motivated shop. on Friday. Yeah, they were not very motivated. in the movie. In the movie Friday, you got so fired probably on the day off. Yeah, yeah. barbershop. Sorry, yeah, yeah barbershop. You ain't got my bad. Stuff to do. Yeah, sorry, my bad. Barbershop. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Still, Ice Cube. Wrong point movie. remains. Thank you. Thank point you. Point remains. Like if you're gonna steal an ATM, you have to have a plan to get inside. <laughs> hey, did, did you all see the high praise? It was from the 24th, which was what two days ago. The what? High praise for Louisville's uh, running back commitment. Did you already talk about that? No. All right. So, um, Penny Boone, who's coming in, transfer portal, Brian Brom. This is from Mike Farrell Sports. Tony Thomas is writing top five running back commitments in the 2024 portal cycle, giving credit to USA Today Sports as Penny Boone as number two. Yeah. No, I believe that. He's he's Mac Offensive Player of the Year. Yeah. I, I can't I'm wait. I'm looking forward to it, I can't man. wait. I can't Let's wait. get to spring practice, baby. Come on. 
Come on, Jeff. Let's get a spring practice schedule. Problem is, Kenny Payne saw his shadow, and we got six more weeks of basketball. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, uh, Groundhog Day is coming up. I know. It's next Friday. I can't Keep wait. fighting, guys. You can't wait. We're going to go. Keep I'm fighting. Toddy Phil, bring us out of this early. Pete will have some stupid protest about that again. Give Where they want to flip a coin. Did I see that? They went, yeah, then what's the yeah, what's the groundhog yeah. do? Yeah. If he's not Puxatawney Phil, he's got no job. I'm, You're going to make Puxatawney Phil unemployed. Pretty sure that, that groundhog's got a good life. <laughs> a great life. Yeah. yeah. Pete right. doesn't really like animals. All right. It's, uh, it's a triple crown dentistry. I'm going to go right into the dental chair here in just a couple of minutes. Uh, come on by. Uh, look at 502implants.com. You can one place. See you guys Monday.